I wonder why. <laughs> why would we be staring? <laughs> what exactly are we doing? Just a, just a naked woman being wrapped in cling wrap. But I mean, actually, why would we stare? There's two naked women. Look at the jiggle when he pulls that. He's wrapping right. plastic around her. She is. Kelly. Yes. Are you just about ready to start the show? I'm ready to start the show. I'm just going to wrap this sexy girl up. Why are you wrapping this poor girl up in cling wrap? To keep her fresh for later. (laughs) (laughs) The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. We can't hear you at all. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the sexy life, whatever. I'm wrapping up a cute chick, fuck it! <laughs> Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, parents! Yay! I'm Kathy. I'm Uncle Creepy. <laughs> and I'm Count Boogie. Can you hear me in this thing now? Yes. Okay, good. Very much. And we have an amazing show. This is show one hundred and fucking fourteen. <laughs> Are you guys excited about that? Yeah, yeah. we actually have people here. So here's what we're doing. I guess I'm just you talked. Yeah, well, it's shit. Entertain. I'm doing I, this. You oh never told God. us the end goal. He didn't tell us the I end goal. The end goal is that I get to wrap up uh, Earl the girl okay. and to put her on. Well, Earl the girl has come by and she's like, "Can you guys wrap me up?" Because she really likes the Saran wrap uh, bondage that we do. And so I'm like, "Well, let's just do it on the show." So Mew is going to sit with her because mm. um, you always have to have a spotter when you have someone wrapped up, and she's going to be there with the safety scissors, scissors in case there's a problem. And we're just going to put her on the table and now just going to wrap her legs. So Kathy, if you and yeah. Creepy want to just talk. About some shit. I got to tell you, Creepy and I are rather concerned uh, no, with the concerned. heat. Oh yeah, that she's going to pass out being wrapped in. Clean well, that's up. why Mew is going to go to the uh, refrigerator and get some ice in a bowl. Go Ooh. ahead and go do that, and then we will cool her feet. I'm not going to completely wrap her up because it is a little bit warm in here, but we have her from her shoulders down to her waist, and then once I get her on the table, I'm going to do her feet and her legs a little bit, but we're not going to do a full winter wrap on her. That's good. Uh, yeah, it'll that's just be more of a wrap. summer wrap. It's a summer wrap, <laughs> right, which I ordered from Subway the other day. A summer wrap. Oh, yeah. su- no one's listening to you. Well, that's, you I go. don't care. I'm still going to talk. <laughs> Fucking amen. So now he's laid her down on the uh, massage bed that he uses. The massage bed. And he's going to town on her feet, which is, of course, my favorite part of the... Now then, something that a lot of people don't do uh, when they wrap is they don't put a towel in between the knees and ankles. Because what happens is when you push those tightly together, they will eventually rub. And if you have someone for an hour uh, in in saran wrap, it'll start to rub together and you can actually blister the knees and ankles. So you want to put a little towel Ooh, in between there. Do you want to moisten the towel at all, Boogie? Or do you <laughs> it a, is it Only a moist? with my fluids. <laughs> How do you feel? You feel okay? Creepy likes that word moist. I've been using it a lot lately. You have. It's very... Descriptive. Didn't you just say that your butthole you is moist? Like no, that? I said my butthole was. It was moist. moist. Okay, I, good. I think you were saying it in an effort to entice me to do something with it, which it did not. No, no, I was no. going to have you uh, let me touch your boobs. Okay, That's right, and then you called me old. I didn't call you old. Yes, you did, and I said, "Motherfucker isn't touching my boobs after That's calling fine. me That's old." No, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah. It's 
I wanted to give you All a full right, body massage. No, you did not. You just like to Very dangle good. that shit in front of me. Like, yeah, hey, I'm going to do this for you. A lot more. You, could, would you dangle your bits in front of me? I can. I just Go ahead. It'll freak Boogie out. But. Why not? Unger! What? Is the chat room mic on? Can you no. hear him? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> What's going on in the chat room? How many people we got in there? Hey! Settle down. <laughs> we have 11. <laughs> Nothing's and happening. And I just posted the topics, and we've spent the last half hour telling really bad jokes. Wonderful. Because... Because <laughs> what? Because <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> All right, let's put this here. We All right, it looks happy. like we have yes. our person no. wrapped. Um, you put some blankets. <laughs> just put some blankets on the chair. I need that. A bunch of blankets. I don't want Anthony to see. Why not? Why is it that you have to hide your penis behind a piece of paper, but we can watch a naked woman? Why? I think more people want to see. I don't like this double standard with no naked men in here. I saw his penis. Yeah, see, she saw it. I'm pretty sure someone saw it. But you felt you had to hide it from everyone else. Anthony makes me self-conscious. Why? Because he was doing some fun shit the other night that I (laughs) fucking wanted to be a part of for a long time. And this son of a bitch. I, don't I, I tried to crop me out of that picture, and then she posted the uncropped version. Not my fault. Oh, no, I'm not, a, I'm not like, I don't have penis envy or anything. I'm just saying, like, you that should. should my oh, my <laughs> God. You saw through the paper, didn't you? God damn it. Hey, man, I'm a, I'm a grower, not a shower, all right? And a little bit when this, son of a this bitch. cools down a little bit. Actually put some so, of these in uh, here. Oh, we could take know- longer, too. What? Should talk to Unger. Oh, Unger. Yeah, because he's yes. breathing heavily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, Kathy. How can I help you today? Oh, hey, Peter Unger. Lori's back. <laughs> Are you doing a great time? Having a great time? Yes. We're having a wonderful time, Creepy. Thank you. For What's asking. going on in the chat room today? He we were. We said that. <laughs> Why are you repeating a fucking thing? Because you your headphones aren't on. Asked him. Well, you know what? So <laughs> Let's move on to the computer. No, you talk about the you're the one who has to talk about the computer. All right, well, Creepy's Creepy, the one that decided what fucking computer what we were going to get. I didn't decide. With your help, I, d- I chose. We got a pretty fucking nice machine, man. This is uh, built by Cybertron, which is a pretty decent computer Built on company. Cybertron? But, no, built by Cybertron. Oh. Yeah, oh. I don't know how they got away with that name. Either way, <laughs> it's a uh, Ryzen 7 processor. Lots of memory, lots of hard drive space, which I had a problem with originally. And uh, yeah, we got a nice, good motherfucker. So you here. chose this? I helped chose it. I mean, okay. oh my Boogie God. really. <laughs> yo, yo, focus. What? Focus. Sorry. What? Yeah, so you helped, you chose it. Mew pushed the actual buy button. What Correct. did Boogie actually do? Just supplied uh, sweated, the checking cried account. I, I fucking supplied like fucking twenty four hundred dollars. Is yeah. what I did. And sweated and and just yeah. cried. Well, about I mean, it, right? it's just it, it's obviously it's a big purchase. Uh, I, I'm a janitor, so uh, <laughs> yeah, twenty four hundred dollars. So twenty four hundred dollars is like years eleven salary. years pay. Um, <laughs> so. You know, it's a little nerve-wracking. I mean, obviously, we've spent more money when you had money, but um, but so you just also, this is the money that half of this is coming from Perverted Podcast. More so, than half, if I have my say. No, more than half, half is fine. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a big purchase, and you just want to make sure you do right by the listeners that are supporting us. They listen to the show. They're, they're hitting up our Patreon account. They're sending us yeah. stuff on PayPal. And they believe in the show, and they want you know they know that this is important for all the videos and education, all this yeah, shit we do. They're gonna get a good product now. Yeah, um, before Boogie had some fucking laptop 
Yeah. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it was a piece of shit, and he couldn't do much on it. And now he's going to be able to put out some pretty quality. And hopefully quality it won't take content. 19, especially now with the 3D stuff that I'm doing. Yeah. That stuff just takes forever. You got to stitch it and produce it's it and edit. Strange, and yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, a, it's amazing. So I'm pretty excited about it, you know, of course. So that's why I'm just like, you know, Mew, why don't you go ahead and just press the. The, the buy button. I don't know, that's just, pretty erotic, just, you know, because, like, you know, like, the, those rich guys have girls, you know, buy their shit or whatever. I don't know. It's it's his money. It's a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. Wow. I, I've seen I don't know. Uh, fuck it. I don't have a lot I'm just of glad that it's, it. you know, it's done, and, of course, when it gets here, you know, hopefully it's it works as it's supposed to. Well, and uh, that would be that, that would be very. If it exciting. doesn't, your head will explode. If it doesn't, no, nah, I've been I've been burned before. So uh, you know, but that's why it was good, you know, to just trust people. Oh and, shit! And I should have asked where you shipped it. Here, oh. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you better track that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's it's tracked. It's coming scumbag. in a big box. So you know they 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 knock on the door here at the threshold facility. Holy shit! But no, so that's pretty cool. So, um, oh, oh, um, uh, real quick before we uh, jump into Fat Life stuff, we now, um, you know how I play the, I play some of my crappy music at the end of the shows, where uh, a lot of people are starting to request those songs, and and you know, and and for a while I was like, oh, I'll just send it to you, but like now, more people than than I want to fucking deal with. So um, I actually made a page, a SoundCloud page, and we upload all of the end show songs that I play from either myself, Zua, acoustic, rock, comedy, or whatever. And all those are now on SoundCloud. They have their own page. And if you go to pervertedpodcast.com and you go to the main page, there's a thing that says end show songs free download. So you can actually go. Ooh. If you like the songs that, that we Wait, play. Wait, you just said pervertedpodcast.com. So yes. patreon.com forward slash pervertedpodcast? No, 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 no. This isn't on Patreon. This okay. is, this is uh, Kathy. I don't know what I'm doing. Just, 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 just you know, too, just just look at I'm Earl the little, girl. I'm a little okay. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. You go to pervertedpodcast.com. Right on the front page, there's it says go get the songs, and then you can actually listen to them on SoundCloud or download them right there. They're free to download. I don't give a fuck if you want to throw a couple bucks in our Patreon account. If you feel so motivated, then by all means do it. But if not, I want people to at least have the music that I spent billions of dollars on in my whole life writing. Yeah. So it's kind of exciting that people really liked it, and so I wanted to make that easy for them to access. And it will be. So SoundCloud is a really great uh, website. We do it. We do it. Hey, Gotta um, get you. What? Does that say fart CPR? Yes, it does. I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> Why not? It was amazingly you funny. You can't put that something called fart yeah. CPR on the board and not Yeah, you can't. Yes, the, the chat wants to know. The I've chat was, posted it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so actually, um, I just... I know this involves me somehow. It does. And look at her. She's, she's They're both the naked on this table. She's putting little ice cubes on her feet to make sure that Earl the girl stays nice and cool. Oh, my fucking God. Can we end the show? Can we just end? No, fart CPR. Fart C. So anyway, so Mew is is on the bed, and we're hanging out, you know, as we often do on the bid, at the bed of a, a moral delight, and uh, you know, post coitus and whatever, and and uh, and she's like, oh, I have to fart, and I'm like, you go ahead, because you know what, we have the type of relationship. We're fucking whatever. Just yeah. let it out. You know, we're not going to be it's all a lot of trust. It's it's just let it. You know, it's just a bodily function. Let's yeah. get through it. Have a little laugh and go on. So she couldn't fart. She's like, "Oh my god, I can't!" And I said, "Not on my watch!" And I jumped on her stomach and I started doing CPR. And I'm going, "Live, live! I want you to live. Just come, breathe, breathe, breathe." 
Wait, did you want her to come? No, I just. <laughs> well, whatever. I don't care. Come, fart, fart. Coming. I told you we're pretty, we're pretty flexible here. He was in the moment. We're very, very flexible here. So that was fart CPR. All right. And uh, fart come. Who fart cares? I don't care as, lo- as long as she's happy. My little pumpkin's happy. That's <laughs> right. She got sad face. That's why. Why? Because we did fart CPR. <laughs> That's right. Oh, she has shame. Don't have good pumpkin. I shot a fucking Nerf dart in your gaped really? asshole three weeks ago. Yeah. I think the fart is cool. You did a good job. Little little round of applause from you. <laughs> it's just a little bit. Yeah. Gotta get your kink right. All types on Fat Life. Finger in the pee hole for some. It's a big delight. Where does that finger in the pee hole thing come from? What do you mean? Is that something you saw in Fat Life? I've seen I've seen things that I I wish I'd never seen on Fat Life. <laughs> so and I've Anthony's heard his dick. And I don't need I don't, <laughs> I don't need to I don't need to think of things. But I don't know. Oh, finger okay. in the pee hole. No, because we we have a guy that comes to Threshold, mm. um, who is an amazingly creative guy. Very funny. Some people love him. Some people despisingly hate him. Oh, I think I know. And you're talking yeah, about. yeah, yeah. And, well, and he. Now. He pumped not, not, not you, Unger. Oh yes, okay, then fine. I'm outing Unger. It's not you, but this guy is into genital pumping, really heavy. I've and, seen it. Oh and my And he Lord. is able to pump his penis to the point. I have not seen this. Other, you just see this giant bulge under under his it's tilt huge. or whatever, and he pumps his penis to the size to where you can literally fit the top part of a woman's hand and fist his pee hole. And and he actually sat in the kitchen one day and just I Cried. had to I had to point at him and just say he said you know once I let a guy um, fuck me in my pee hole yes that is exact yes cat daddy that is exactly and I just literally at that moment my my face went just kind of somber kind of with a little bit of humility and I just said you just I had never considered that. That just sounds wrong. That is just something I never considered no, as a possibility. I, it sounds very right. It's some of the shit I've seen at Domination. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just so much genital torture at Domination. <laughs> so much. I'm telling you guys, if you want your genitals tortured by a woman, Domination, Domination is, ready to go, is it. Every room. It, it's a lot of CBT at <laughs> Domination. A lot of dicks. Yeah, fourth Friday of every month here at Threshold. Threshold. Check threshold.org for, for uh, the uh, calendar. <laughs> and don't expect them to do it unless you're. Uh, very nice and polite. Yeah, you gotta, and even if you are nice and polite, they still may not do you it. You got to earn a dick pee hole fisting. You got to yeah. Gotta, well, there you go. Very true. Yeah. So that's yeah. where uh, finger in the pee hole. Okay. So now we're just moving along. Please. Um, how's, how's your girl at, doing over there? She's doing wonderful. She, she looks beautiful. <laughs> she looks really beautiful. Okay, so this time we have a post by Paige Turner, and I'm going to give a little plug to her uh, website. It's cross posted from her website, Polly Land, which is kind of cool. Website. It's got all kinds of poly stuff in there that people it sounds like there should be peppermints all or like over, all over yeah, poly land. Land. should be like peppermints some and roller coasters or something yeah like hmm. well she wrote a multi-love. piece called the uh, perfectionism doesn't play well with polyamory or <laughs> with happiness it's it's true yeah <laughs> it's she it's says true. uh perfectionism and polyamory aren't a great mix but i can honestly say that giving up the need to be perfect was one of the best things i've ever done it was terrifying at first. It felt like the fast track to Slacker City. How could I possibly achieve if I didn't demand the absolute best from myself? But even if you're not a perfectionist, you can be an optimizer. Identify those productive tasks that will give you the majority of your yield and focus on that. 
That's optimizing instead of perfecting. Now, when it comes to polyamory and quality time, the rule applies as well. Splitting your time between multiple partners doesn't take anything away from those relationships, provided you work out a balance that meets everyone's core needs. You can be a good partner if you're not monogamous. Special and only are different things. Otherwise, we would say that parents of multiple children don't love their kids. Yeah, holy shit. I've, that, that is, I, a lot of people don't think about that. And l- that yeah. last line, the parent, well, obviously, uh, you know, the parent has the ability to love more than one child. Yeah. Uh, in explaining, poly- when I first heard that, that was such a, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. I guess that you are, most people have the ability to understand what polyamory means. Yeah. It may not necessarily mean sexual uh, for everyone, but the the concept that you have the ability to have a strong bond with another human being yeah. and multiple amounts at that, the same time. Yeah. At the same time, that that I remember the first time I heard that, it was like kind of dumb moment. So when I read it, I was like, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> that was really awesome." <laughs> that is a page turner, <laughs> and I'm kind oh, of, that's and, good. <laughs> and I'm kind of the opposite of of the poster because. I'm, I wasn't a perfectionist. <laughs> you never had that struggle. Huh? <laughs> never, <laughs> never once. had that. I started from a an avid, like, out to fail person. I wanted to prove everyone right. You know, all the people that told me I was a loser and a piece of shit as a kid, I wanted to prove them all right. So I went from the exact opposite to where I went from proud failure to reasonable optimist in regards to my relationships. Because I kind of... I wasn't trying to be a perfectionist in my relationships, but I was just trying to force my relationships to be perfect. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, I, think I've, I've, I think I've been there with you. So kind of like follow my script, not necessarily um, me being perfect because obviously I'm fallible, but I, I really had a script for my relationships. And when I finally let Shit. go of that, when I finally let go of that, and allowed myself to not only make mistakes and not because I used to do that too. I used to completely beat myself up to the point to where I decided for you that you shouldn't be with me. And I so then you would sabotage the relationship, which I know tons of people that have done that too. Have yeah. you guys ever experienced anything like that? Um, yeah, um, I, I've always been with a single partner while being polyamorous. You know, mm-hmm. I have never had multiple partners except for lately with the, you know, with the wife and the girlfriend. So I kind of stopped being afraid of them, like, leaving me or causing any sort of, like, uh, I don't know, fear. It was a lot of fear. Sure. I was afraid of losing them or afraid of being myself. Right. And I had to create this facade. I was this fucking Uber dom. And I could do anything that they wanted, even if I didn't want to do it. And that really just fucked the relationship up. So once I was just like, you know, uh, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. This is how I would like it to be. And if you want to go with me on that ride, it was just so much easier at that point. So being able to... To to not be perfect. To not be perfect, I think, was the best, like, you know, decision. Hmm. Kathy? What? No. You, you don't. You don't. I think I have the worst combination. I am a hopeless loser who thought she should be a perfectionist. So my whole life has been. So you were like a Kirk. major. You're Kirk <laughs> that wanted to be Spock. Exactly. <laughs> Good analogy. I like yeah. that. Goddamn fucking oh, yeah. Spock. But here, but when it gets into the quality stuff, 
because um, that's a lot of people think that you're you know oh you're because you're splitting your time that somehow you're going to make one of the relationships bad or both the relationships bad because you're not spending enough time with each individual. And that really got fixed actually pretty easy in my polyamory when I I started focusing on the quality of that time. Because you know what? I've had a lot of monogamous relationships where I've spent days and months and months with somebody and not done a goddamn thing. Yeah. You get into that rut, you come home, you fuck for 20 minutes, you watch some TV or play a video game. I don't care who you're in a relationship with. That's a lame relationship. That's not going to go anywhere. So as I focused and made the commitment to myself to increase the quality of my time with my partners, it didn't matter if I only spent one or two days a week with somebody because I made goals to have better conversations um, to have um, what though it was like that deep Some like kind of gong thing. Gong, like <laughs> that's hunger. Huh? Oh, he just bounced. Oh, that's yeah. Never mind. Very <laughs> Buddhist. <Yes>. Thank you. <laughs> very very Buddhist. I think it was the spring in the microphone. Yes. This creepy face. Just what was that? And I don't think any of our listeners are going to hear that. Okay. But uh, anyway, there was a sound, and it scared us all because we're like you know critters. But. Uh, but no, once I started really focusing on certain things, like am I being creative with my partners? Are we are we doing things that are special together? Are we taking on like here at Threshold? Obviously, we can volunteer together. We can do something that means together. We can have instead of just having prattly, you know, this is what you did at work today. Let's try to talk about life and the universe and and new discoveries and things that we're discovering. Talk about, you know, I had to actually commit to talk about yeah. my insecurities with my partners, to develop things. Obviously with music, um, you know, we have Zua and so the girls and I, you know, we play music together. But whatever you're doing in that relationship, whether it's poly or monogamous, make it mean something. Try to recreate and reinvent that and then I find that both of my relationships now flourish because I've made that commitment to improve the quality with each individual. Yeah, yeah. I was having some real struggles with that where I was just being me. And, uh, you know, and then when I was with my girlfriend, it would be, you know, come home, fuck for 20 minutes, and then I'd go play video games. And, you know, then my girls would thumb fuck their phones. And right. And we really, I was just, it's a real struggle. It gets cause stagnant. Just, yeah, because then you start thinking, you know, what the fuck is, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, we have great sexual chemistry, we hang out, we enjoy each other's company, but we weren't having anything, you know, fucking, no substance. Yeah. So now we're working on that. Yeah. So, Make gonna a list. Hear she's going to hear this. And be yeah. like, hey, you fucker, you mentioned it on the show, and now you got to fucking man up and do just, it. Just make a list. I mean, sometimes <laughs> there's there's so many. I mean, there's literally, if you look at it from the point of view that you're trying to find things to do, I find that an activity that spurs conversation and intimacy and communication has been very effective because some people aren't just great communicators out, out the bat. Oh, yeah. You know, so sometimes if you do something like we take on a hobby together, we're going to do some arts and crafts together or we're going to volunteer together or something, it kind of, you know, those are great starts to building that quality time. Yeah, and don't be afraid to to speak your mind and not force it because yeah. if you do something that you don't want, it's not going to be it's not gonna be quality time. It's going to be fucking, yeah. Hmm. I get it. Right. Yeah, yes, it was a great right. post. Did, did yeah. we uh, did we cure polyamory again? Oh, we did. No. Did we do total no. fix? We did not, good? and we don't cure anything. Yes, we do. No, we don't. We do. You know what's a cure? 
What, you know, what's a cure? A pretty I two naked chicks that you're staring at? Yeah. Is that a cure? Well, well she's Kathy, not naked anymore. She's wrapped in some <laughs> wraps. So yeah, I, I have a good imagination. And uh, no, I this is this is a uh, no. What was it? What? I think we should check in with the chat room. Unger. Unger. I Unger. Yes. <laughs> Any anything good going on? Yeah, just you guys talk amongst yourselves. Hey, Unger. Nothing? Just wondering how long dead air could happen here <laughs> with Boogie not paying You know what? <laughs> you know, I'll describe the dead scene it. here. It's, it. it's Please very, describe it. She's very cute. Possibly spacey female wrapped in plastic wrap being slowly massaged with, an ice, with cube. ice cubes by a very naked, Mew. very Mew. sexy, sexy smiling. And the other girl is just spaced out and just calm. And ASMR is coming to you from Uncle Creepy. <laughs> 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 what? Just want to let you know that. That thing you talked about last so, time. So, actually, so we did have an interesting thing come up here in the, in the chat a, a moment ago. Yes. I don't know if you want to know, but it's great. Oh, God. Tell us, Unger. Just don't tell us. So is this going to be some sort of weird pee hole fucking buzzkill for my. I'm just yes, going to focus. Is actually. Good. Go for it, Unger. I'm just going to so, um, stare at Earl the we girl. We have a, a guy who's been. Or yeah, that's been a chat regular for a couple months now. Wet shave, um, and he he and his his I think he put it I think he termed it Mrs. was having sex, and um, right as he was about to orgasm, she looks down at him and says, "Think of Boogie." <gasps> oh, oh. <laughs> how much did he come? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! I am so what sorry. What happened, Unger? Oh, the. D- yeah, I mean, he uh, completed, he finished. Finished, yeah. I didn't need to hear that part. in his mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kathy, uh, wanted, Kathy wanted to know that, so. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to know what was going on. At I just no. know how <laughs> bad it is because that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining Bunny and Mai's moment. <laughs> hey, oh, man, you still had a drippy see. orgasm, so. Oh, <laughs> it was just, it just kind of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Like an That's, Eskimo pissing. I am so, yeah, pretty much. Uh, it was our... It was good. No, yeah, that's pretty funny. What are we doing? <laughs> that? No one can keep up the chat at this point. I, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, it's all over the place. It's, it's well, we should funny. get on the next topic because Crazy. that's one of my favorites, and they'll, they'll love yeah. it. Yeah, perverted mailbox. No, no. What? No, no. That's what's next on the list. Perverted mailbox. You put it on the list. What? What were you, what were you talking? I'm about? way too far ahead. Oh, I want the host topic. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we have another anonymous. Oh no no no! That's some fucking about. Okay, so I'll, I we need to get so we don't have toner cartridge because I can't read this shit. It's all faded out. I blame you. You are the yeah, janitor all the, after all. The, all. I'm all the ink money. Yes, I forgot computer. that I was also the photocopy repairman as well. This is very true. Okay, so Matrix wrote to us and he says. Keep up the great work. Your podcast continues to be the only one that I never miss an episode on. I am continually entertained and enlightened by everything you do and the laughs I've gotten from the ridiculous stories. And the deeply vulnerable sharing are moments that I have of- that have often made my day. I hope to be listening to you all well into the future. I fucking love you guys. Mm. Well, thank you. Nice. Thank you very much. Even me? Kathy, Especially I, uh, you. Kathy, how long what? are you going to keep writing these emails? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
major. I just want to know. I, Don't they, tell them I write these. Because they sound so authentic. And I'm like, Kathy is just writing. And then she'll read like a romance novel. And then she'll write it with a little bit of that tone. And then it's got to be. It's no, just, this I do not. This is what continuously surprises me about our listeners. Me is too. They, they get so much out of it. What do you mean, me too? I mean, he's sitting in the he room. Mean, he knows. Yeah, he knows what we're doing here. Mail, man. <laughs> Waiting for the Fuck you. Oh, trust me, it's coming. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's I, coming. I got so, a few backed up. Then so I'm what? Uh, so what? That was it. That was it. That was Matrix just loving on us. Then I can just vaginas and paninuses, things we find interesting. This is the random topic we are gonna talk about now. There you random go, creepy. That's, that's for you. Thanks. You know why I have this weird? I'm just so daisy, and it's just so lovely to watch uh, these two women uh, do their thing, because a. Uh, many of you know, compulsive overeater, food addict, battling with bulimia and things like that for many, many years. So in the last six days, I have been back on my uh, healthy eating program, uh, my healthy eating lifestyle uh, changes. Um, so I'm battling with the addict, this just insanity, just insanity like you don't know. Um, and then also I decided that I need to kick caffeine too. Why? At the same time, because I just want—I just can't stand the insanity. So I'm just—I don't get headaches. I just get mellow. So all of a sudden, I'm just like, you know, we're doing the show, and I'm just watching this this beautiful, like floating feather on the wind of uh, two women, and I'm—I think one of them just, has fallen asleep. Just no, no, no. She, uh, Earl the girl, uh, is this is her cocoon. I mean, literally, she 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 gets to that point to where she really feels safe, and a lot of people. Um, when you wrap them in plastic wrap, um, they just, it's, it's like the womb. I mean, we all have something in common. We all spent, you know, almost nine months, some of us more in, in a wrap, you know? So a percentage of our life is actually spent swaddled in that. That's why so many people are into bondage. That's suspension bondage, that types of thing. So it's that reconnection with that kind of safe feeling of being wrapped and uh, and it's it's an amazing thing. And then, of course, when you cut the wrap away, it's kind of like for some people, it's like a rebirth, you know, uh, and, you know, it's a it's sweaty rebirth. Yeah. Well, is the it cool, moist, though? Well, the, the, moist. the cool air hits your skin and, you know, or the warm air, depending on what season it is. Yeah, there's it's not a modicum of, uh, of moisture. <laughs> there is a modicum of moisture. I can't uh, relate to that at all because it is the opposite for me. Yeah, you're yeah. Panic big time and it sends me into Yeah, Muse a bad not that place. necessarily into um you know, there's there's times, you know, we've we've suspended because you can do suspension wrapping on a bar. Uh, but in general she's not. But Earl the Girl, man, that's that is her thing and so it's wonderful to just yeah, she's fucking out, give man. people that space that they Except can when just, I say penis. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's out. So it's it's pretty cool. Um and uh so yeah, so I'm just in this weird headspace <laughs> Now that I'm like, I'm cool, bro. I'm cool. I'm not killing anyone today. I'm not fantasizing about murdering. You it's know, weird it's that you get off of the stimulates, stimulus and now you sound very hippie, like you're on something. Yeah, it's it's that feeling. Well, because like I said, I just get lethargic and crash. Um, yeah, he's, having, he's a lot more awake than he was before. He was yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. So I'm on, mm-hmm. you know, where I was at like 20 tea bags a day. Now I have two and I'm weaning myself off, so... But yeah, so um, yeah, I, I posted something in the uh, Perverted Podcast FetLife uh, group because uh, you know I'm trying. We're all trying to get more involved in the group and stuff. And Paper Doll's been putting up a lot of great things, and and we're all you know trying to build that group. You know, we got a lot of people in there, 
And so I'm trying, you know, and so I started, I don't know what got me into incest <laughs> fantasies. The lack of caffeine? Uh, probably. I'm just all, you know what? I just want to think about fucking my cousin right now. Mm. And my grandma, you know, just cousin and grandma. And my Ew. grandma's and cousin. But hang on. And hang y- on. Yes, paper doll. I, I just have to apologize that I haven't been posting enough and it drove uh, Boogie to think about incest fantasies. Thanks, no. <laughs> 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 paper doll. Apparently, you <laughs> think. I'm sorry. I've just been working really uh-huh. hard. Just Jesus Christ. <laughs> So no, but the people here. but I mean, it, this is uh, this is a big topic because a lot of people do it, a lot of people fantasize about it, and a lot of people feel an, an incredible amount of it's, guilt and shame for doing it because obviously there is so much guilt and shame put on the reality of incest, it's which the, of it's course the number one searched for topic in in a lot of porn sites is really? mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy yeah, stepdad, daddy, brother, little girl, yeah. sister. I've seen more little sister. I mean, basically, uh, you could watch. What was that old joke? You watch incest porn with the sound off, and it's just regular porn. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it's going to let you have that, bro. Thanks. That's totally true. Just going to let you have. But yeah, it. like it's it's one of my favorite fetishes too. Like because it is tab fucking boo, man. Like it is way up there in the like taboo area of kink i think now obviously when we're talking about uh this in a reality this can obviously be an incredibly negative end to your family life oh yeah uh and especially when you start getting into minors and shit like that and that's obviously there are reasons that there are laws against that types of things but what is very important and this is i'm I'm like was i really prepared to talk about this and how i was going to present this information there is the way the human mind works, and if we are in denial about what we are aroused by, then we will repress it. Now, I am not saying that the actions need to match the fantasy, but if we ignore the fact that certain things arouse us, whether they are taboo, good, bad, indifferent, whatever, then we will be repressing it and we will never be... Uh, we will always have that tension. And what happens with a lot of people is they then, that manifests into very negative, non-consensual, child molesty, mm. rapey types of behaviors. And so, um, so, and it's very touchy. You know, it's very touchy because you don't want to tell people, oh, just think whatever you want to think. But how are you going to tell people not to think what they think? I think societal norms kind of keeps that in check. Um, I mean, because we couldn't have a show like this 20 years ago. No, even, absolutely not. But now we could talk about it. We could talk about licking buttholes. We could talk about all that stuff. You so, had to go there, didn't you? I, just, I wanted to mention <laughs> it one time on the fucking show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, like, but uh, to kind of counter that, I enjoy repressing it. I, I enjoy keeping it taboo because when I can, you know, act on it in, you know, role Role play. play. <laughs> I, Stick that word I in there. Not Role play. Fucking, Please add amongst consenting adults. Consent, I consensually, you know, uh, role play like that. And it, I like that it's fucking taboo as shit because if I'm having any sort of orgasm problems and I just say one word, spagoosh. Spagoosh. That's <laughs> the word you say? Oh no! I that's, I, what, that's what my penis sounds like. It, it literally sounds. Spagoosh. So you got a the, fucking Italian penis? No, it's because hey, hey, no, it echoes. some spumoni it echoes there. because of all the uh, penises that have been in my. Forget people. about it, spagoosh. Hang on, there's a redhead at the mic. Hey, yeah. how you doing, Favorito? How you doing? I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know about the spagooshing. 
the um I think the the princess fantasies though are, are largely based in kind of slightly incestuous incestuous sort of Mm. Um, things. I mean, you look at it, it's always a controlling father, possibly an abusive mother, and then, you know, the girl's trying to rebel and she goes off with some prince, but it's usually to get away from her controlling father. And I know, like, um, I don't really have the princess fantasy, but I know I was, um, my grandpa who was born in, like, 1910 and very much a spoil the rod, or spare the rod, spoil the child kind of guy. Um, he used to threaten me and my sister by, you know, taking his belt and, you know, just the unbuckling of the belt was enough to like, be like, you're in trouble. Sure. <laughs> so that became an early thing that to me became a, an erotic cue. So, I mean, cause that fear inspires like, oh my God, I'm in trouble. But then that's something now, if a guy starts doing the belt thing, I'm like immediately there. <laughs> but incredibly I happen to be wearing a belt. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Creepy. But that's the thing. I think a lot of that stuff, I mean, gets formed in childhood and you're not really allowed to talk about it, but it's incredibly common. And of course, all the shame and all that other stuff is also what makes you even like more turned on by it. Because you're more so, rebellious. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I mean, you're like, oh, off. I should be ashamed of this. Awesome, you know. So mm, yeah, I agree. I and you know, there's always that accidental finding of your parents, you know, sex tape, right? Which is and you're gonna watch it. Well, <laughs> sometimes you have no choice if it's labeled, you know, like XXX. You're yeah, you have a choice it. to turn it off in about a half a second. Yeah, you have. But see, my you're, problem I mean, at the time you're was you're just gonna I go, what exactly am I watching here? Yeah, because you're like, oh, what this is a whole movie? Fuck, oh shit! And you gotta, you gotta get that run back to the VCR to stop that fucking tape. Yeah, I remember that run. Yes. <laughs> you won't be able to masturbate for you a month. Both, <laughs> you, you both saw your parents' sex tapes. Yeah, no, uh, I VCRs. Did. You had to run. You had to push the button. Remember the early like, Kathy? You are so lame. Shut up! <laughs> I am not. I thought you were just admitting to like some sort of like yeah. dirty no. little secret, and you're like, "It's like before you had no." To I relate to the VCR part. That was. <laughs> I don't talk like that, you mean <laughs> man. Shut Shut up. Up. Old earlier, it was terrible. What a fucking douchebag! <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what he said. Hey, it's Kathy. I just want to let the listeners out there know that oh I, le- I know what VCRs are. I also fucked my grandfather. <laughs> Voices do I have? It's just me, Kathy. Gosh, I'm leaving. You I like how you have an Elvis Kathy. Oh, Kathy. Right my mom. Kathy Wiener. Look at little humping on my granddaddy. You guys are freaking me yeah, out. Man. Taking them down. A little red hot triple chili pepper. No, um, so <laughs> trying to get back on the train. Um, what are, who are you staring at? She's red as fucking. Oh, <laughs> 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 no, man. So here's. here. This is where it went to the next level, because then the next question is for someone like me, who is is very much uh, just brain scattered, lots of negativity throughout my life in my head. I have to ask an honest question, because if you can't, then you're a fucking liar. Um, And the honest question is, is there a point to where those fantasies can become negative? And that's kind of what I asked on the FetLife group is, can there be a point? Because there's some people that have the philosophy like, hey, as long as it's in my head and I don't act it out, it's all good. I should be able to enjoy it. But is there a point to where the fantasy uh, starts to dominate your reality? Is there a point to where you're having these types of fantasies? Whatever they are, you just use your imagination. Um, Whatever those fantasies are, are they coming from another place? Are they coming from an underlying place? Like sometimes, like, uh, you know, what did I have? I, I had something. I don't even know if I fucking wrote it down. Um, but uh, like, say you have a daddy little girl fantasy and maybe you like younger women because um, 
they validate you and they're less experienced so they won't make fun of your experience because maybe you were made fun of as a younger man and so now i mean there is always something below every level well again, there's I'm always something behind so is it is it bad to look at that i don't want to kill your boner fantasy but what if you have certain fantasies about things and it's really kind of because you have some fears or things like that and you're just manifesting that into these fantasies. Well again it goes to societal norms and it once it starts affecting your life in a negative fashion in a way that you feel is bad then obviously it's affecting you in a negative way. I mean or you can't have relationships or, with or other you, people because you you're yeah, only living in this fantasy world. Yeah, cuz if you're living in in you know and it's always the the fantasy is always going to be better than the reality. It's it's that escalation that, you know, happens sometimes. With that is not true, by the way. Mm. My thoughts of what BDSM was were totally blown out of the water when I got into this fucking lifestyle. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think this, so, This too, lifestyle is 20 times better than whatever fantasies I had. Sure. But, I mean, you know, with generally speaking, you know, not... With incest. With incest, I guess. I, I don't know. I no, never I got to fuck my cousins. I do not want to fuck my mom. I do not want to have sex with my sisters at all. But the fantasy is always there, and it's great to act out that taboo with a consenting adult who is into it too and and then you can role play like we do it yeah we do a ton of of obviously all sorts of perverted deranged types but once again i think there comes a point to where if your fantasy loses you know even if you're going to act these out with partners if your fantasy kind of loses that grounding to where you're always just living in that role play with your partner i think you're also in danger at that point too of you're now not seeing that partner all the time as anything but that receptacle for your fantasy. I think that's going to be related to a more deep-lying mental issue. I don't think that... So you're saying it could it always could be... be... It could be like that, but I don't know. That's that's a rough rough road to take if, you, if it's just that, that fantasy that they live. I mean... Most normal people can can get away from that, right? I mean, most normal people. So I think what I'm trying to say is, as I kind of try to just look at what are my because I want to know. I am I am willing on this on. I have worked very hard for perverted podcast. I have worked very hard to be a kinky person, but I would I would be a fucking liar if I couldn't sit down and look at my life. And if enough evidence came in to let me know that this lifestyle is unhealthy for me, that I would have to leave that. If I was doing this for the wrong reasons, if this was actually something that was harming me, I have to be willing to look at that. Otherwise, because I did that fucking shit for years as a Christian, as a fucking religious person. I lived in that denial and I wouldn't ask the hard questions. And it wasn't until I started asking the hard questions. But there's a lot of fear in that. Because I always want to feel like, well, everything that I think is fucking great is perfect and healthy and, and what I want to do. But if I'm not willing to look at those deeper levels to why, you know, and maybe it, it, it does end up just being harmless, healthy, natural, animal side of me that I have to balance with my intellectual side and, and not manifest into negative behaviors. But I need to be able to look at myself and say, is what I do and at this level is this healthy for me and for my partners? And that that's kind of where I started reflecting this week. Sure, but that's that could be anything, though. That's really... Sure. It, it, again, I think it's a, a long-ass fucking topic to talk about taking 
taking a fantasy and constantly being able to to act on that it, it's it's a, it's got to be like a drug it's got to be like i mean constantly fulfilling your own fantasies how how horrible does that sound right now to any of us in this fucking room you know constantly getting exactly what we want sounds great to start off with but you know i think a lot of us have realized that that's just not reality i don't think that we could exist as humans we couldn't grow without that defeat without that fear without that you know uh you know that kind of a, a situation where we have to have reality to to balance out our fantasy i think a healthy human being is able to do that easily well let's just keep looking yeah. I'm in such a daze right now. I'm like, what did I just fucking say? We just fixed incest. <laughs> did we fix incest? We fixed incest. <laughs> because all I know is I really wanted to fuck my cousin. And I was adopted, so it's not really because it's not blood related. So We're I always felt kind of cheated. All kind of related in I some way. I felt cheated because I really wanted a good incest fantasy. Like, I had two cousins and two aunts. Did you hear about that, that couple who've been fucking for like eight years and it turns out... They're brother and sister? No. Daddy and daughter. <laughs> As long as there ain't no babies. No, where'd you hear that? As long yeah, as there ain't no babies, it's all uh, good. Younger's got to say something. Yep. But his wife has to. It's not, yeah. a, not important. I just want to go home and watch Old Boy. Oh. What? Oh, that was... Old They're boy? talking about yeah. a horrible, horrible, horrible movie. No, it's actually... No, it's actually the, a fantastic yeah, film. It's one of the, the best. The real one. Yeah. Not the fucking James Josh Yeah, the, the Korean one. Remakes, yeah. I don't know. No, either way. I don't know. I don't know if I bummed people out or made them think. I have no idea what's totally going bun on. bum people out. That's what Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. Boogie's hey. not a therapist. <laughs> That's all I have to <laughs> I say. I think after that last segment, I think it's pretty obvious that, that I'm not, not a, th- a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, somebody wrote to us who wants to remain anonymous. And let me just say that if you want to write to us, you can remain anonymous. We're not going to use your name if you don't want us to. So... You ready, Boogie? Because I, I, I know you're distracted by the beautiful women. I was checking in. Yeah, he's you know. being a good top. Uh-huh. That's what he's being, a good top. Mm. Uh, so somebody wrote in and said, I am the leader of a TNG munch group for kinky people between oh, yeah. 18 and 35. I recently received some intense backlash from people calling TNG ageist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exclusive as, say, a femdom-only group or a transgender-only or Christian-only or pagan-only. My question is, are those groups discriminatory? Yeah, they're exclusive, but is that wrong? Is it bad? I sent uh, a response. You answered to this. And I don't understand. Why are you answering these people when we're supposed to do it on the show? Well, because that's one individual. And if they needed an answer um, or some support... Or backup, maybe they were having a, you know, uh, you know, some TNG sort emergency. Of, maybe, well, maybe you know, people feel. I try if I get something on at least at this point where we're still nobodies, um, and we get like literally <laughs> one email a day. Um, That's true. Then I can answer that, and I want to give people, you know, if if they, you know, maybe they're in crisis about it, maybe they're really thinking about it, and they need some support or some whatever I can offer. So I know we're going to talk about it on the show, but um, I gave this person what I hope was some empowerment, but I might have been a little aggressive against the people that were ridiculing her because this shit goes up my ass a fucking mile. And that's a lot of fucking ass to go up. And, and it's that whole, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. Cause we've, I've, 
we all of us that have volunteered volunteered Tom at shit. <laughs> all of us that have volunteered at Threshold and all of the volunteers out there that have volunteered all understand that there is always a group of people usually that don't volunteer that want to bitch and moan and critique and tell you what the fuck you're supposed to do and how you're not this way and you're not including this person, but they are never going to lift a motherfucking finger. They're just going to sit there and bitch about it. And you have the right to tell those people, thank you very much for your input, and now please go murder yourself with a fucking steel fork. Yeah! What? You hit a nerve there. The, the <laughs> caffeine's coming back, by the way. Holy shit. As long as I can still tell people to kill themselves without being fucking sued or thrown in jail. Just make their own Did I before. mention the, that was a peeve, too? Yes. Um, that people aren't responsible for their own actions well, anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I mean, it's just, it's a peeve for me because we've heard it for so many years. People, you know, bitching. If you are running your own event, now, Threshold's a little different because we're a community of people. We're a nonprofit with 600-something members. So we kind of all have to, we're more geared towards being all-inclusive as much as possible and making sure that everyone um, it feels as comfortable as we can because that's kind of our mission statement is to be all-inclusive. But if you are running your own party, if you are doing the work, if you are showing up, you have the right to run it any fucking way yep. you want. Oh, and yeah. if someone doesn't want to go to it, that's fine. And if nobody wants to go to it, that's fine. But you always still have the right to run your parties you see fit. And if you want to run a party that is a niche that only includes certain people, you know, like you want to focus on a certain group like uh, femdoms or... Uh, you know, queer, gender-neutral, transgenders, uh, you know, anything that you just say, hey, in this group that I'm personally running, I just want to focus on these people so we can feel a little bit of support together. You have the right to do that. Yeah. You absolutely have the right to do that. We had that at SOAP. We had uh, some individuals who were not happy the way we were running it, and I said, go do your own. Yeah. Go do your own. And they did, and it failed. But still... <laughs> You know, all you need to start your own group is a resentment in a coffee pot. That's right. God damn. <laughs> That's how churches have split. That's how every. Oh my ah, God, God damn it! I got a coffee pot. I'm gonna start my own thing. <laughs> That's how we got Pentecostals. But you know, and I, I also <laughs> think, some <laughs> really shitty coffee. I guarantee you, the person who's complaining about that TNG group is an old fucking probably, man who can't get that young pussy. That's so. probably and and, yeah. and I understand. And, and in the other thing, I understand the need to have inclusion. And I, you know, so, so one of the things that I kind of recommended to the to the the person that sent the email is a way to kind of show that you're not just being, you know, isolationist is. Be a part of other events that do include everyone. So you can still have your group, you know, work with your group that you want to work with, but then show the community that, hey, we are involved in these other pansexual or other if things. If you want to. If you want to, but you're not. If that's just if you want the community to see you, uh, you know, however you want them to see you, that you can be more inclusive. Yes. Hi. Um, I just, I mean, I'm on the wrong side of TNG now. I mean, I, I was once on the right side of TNG when I was a young thing. And I think my first uh, kink experiences were, like, going to a swinger party when I was 22. And, of course, the people that wanted to get on me were at least double or sometimes triple my age, you know, which made me not interested in going back to the next uh, swinger party. And I, I didn't go to another one for a while because I was like, this is gross. I don't want it. You know, I don't want a bunch of dudes or results of my grandpa hitting on me. 
And that sounds very exclusionary and ageist, but I was, you know, I was 22. I didn't feel like that was, that wasn't what I was into at the time. And I really like older men. Um, but there were limits, you know, I didn't like being treated like, a um, a piece of meat or candy in that sense. I was, you know, just wasn't where I was at at that time. So I kind of look at it like, um, from a protective sense, like if, if there's a group saying like, I want a space where I feel comfortable expressing my sexuality and I don't feel like I'm here for the entertainment of, you know, people that I'm not interested in fucking, (laughs) you know, they can set those boundaries. And I do hear it getting attacked a lot. And I'm like, hey, this is a party that I'm advocating for that I'm explicitly not invited to. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm so glad that it's available. Absolutely. I mean, younger paper doll would have been really stoked to have, yeah. you know, a TNG party to walk into. Which stands, did we say that TNG stands for the next oh, generation? The next generation. The next generation yeah, of which 18 people. to 35 year olds. Yeah, yes. basically. Yeah. And I'm 38 ish, nine. <laughs> you know, so I'm yeah, not there anymore. The TNG. <laughs> yeah. Well, and now, and like. But you I can still go to TNG. The rule well, is like you have we to have I, somebody with you who is in that age rank. Or. That's how I it did depends, it. I yeah, six. depending on. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is, you know, the rules, is, it's not for you, about you. It's like a lot yeah. of the other parties allow you to go, but respect that the equipment and the space is designated for, for the people who are of the, you know, the of niche. Whatever, yeah, whatever that, right? that yeah. is. No, I mean, it's, once again, at Threshold, we have an obligation to be a little more inclusive. So our TNG party is Fete Noir, and anyone can go to that, any age yeah. can play. I get, to, I get to go to that party. Yeah. Um, but you just have to understand that the the emphasis of that party is to create a, a space for, for the younger, uh, newer perverts. Yeah. So, and I don't have a problem. And even if they said you can't go, then, then okay. You know, it's like, uh, still domination, it, yeah. which is a female dominant or female identifying, uh, uh, only get to top yeah. during domination. Uh, and I can't obviously play at that party. Um, but you come. But yeah, yeah. I still come. I had fun and at it. It was still, great. I still you walk don't through. Walk down the hall if you're not into CBT. But yeah, <laughs> probably. Just. But I also want to add that, like, even those guys who are complaining about it, you know, if you can't get what you want at that party, I guarantee you, there's thousands of other parties where you can get mm, what you're well, looking it, for. Here's where I, it goes. Now, let's go into leave Los Angeles. So this is where it becomes a rub. What if you're in a Ooh. community? That the only party, the only person that actually stepped up and started a group, started a TNG group, and you're over the age limit, or started this group, and you don't qualify for that. You Because we're in Los Angeles. Yeah. We are fucking spoiled. We the have Mecca. everything. Yeah. So if you're in an area that doesn't have a lot of parties, I'm not telling you that it's not going to butt hurt you. But mm. what I'm saying is maybe it's time that you got together with some people that aren't in the group that you're not allowed in, and start a group. Yeah, maybe you should camp outside that door and just, like, all the rejections, just be like, hey, dude, come get a party. Maybe? Oh. Yes, I Anthony. I going to suggest troll the parking lot of such yeah, events with see? the other disgruntled Oh, my God. People. Or take my approach and, Nobody listen and to that. just and sit and cut your emotional age in half, and then you still qualify. Yeah, I just actually, well Anthony does I get a actually, lot of young. Well, tail. like everyone's standing up now yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. because of my everyone's emotional age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just say the Rocky Horror approach: the don't dream it, be it. Like if you're the one lonely person in, you know, middle of America, <laughs> you know, you start your party. If it's cool enough, you'll have more people. I mean, there's parts of California that are pretty close to LA that still have a pretty small scene, even if they're trying to do an all-inclusive party maybe there's yeah. 20 people and they've already all fucked each other and they're tired of each Riverside. other they would like some yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> i can think of anywhere with an 80 mile radius and yeah. it's still you know sure 
Hey, how you doing? Shashi. Or you could just kill two fetishes, one one stone there. Also a fetish. You know where I'm going with this? No. You could go grab your 18-year-old sister and take her with you to the party. <laughs> oh, shit. That is, that is right there. My 18-year-old sister? Yeah, you could pop incest and you could pop some TNG and you can just... <laughs> Did she just say that? Yeah. Hi. That is brilliant. Uh, that is brilliant. Oh, my yeah, God. Her, can you rub her shoulders a little bit more for me? Just, she likes it when you rub your boobs on her head. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Boob rubber. Why did head. I show up to this podcast today? <laughs> I don't you know, Kathy. I just feel so mellow. I know. <laughs> For someone who's so mellow, you sure are talking a lot. Yeah, he's fired <laughs> up. I didn't say I wasn't fucking nuts. <laughs> just, you know, just there's a part of my brain that's finally <laughs> like, Err. I think it feels like a stroke. Am I smiling weird? <laughs> 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 Do you smell? I smell burnt toast. Smell burnt toast, almonds. Can you touch both of my testicles equally? Yes. And see if, if I'm I not have to try. If I have <laughs> no, 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 Kathy. That's a stroke test. Just here. Yeah, just you go. Gotta, no, that's why they call it stroke. Get me to just, touch your balls. Just with the tips stroke. of your finger, just touch each of my testicles evenly. I'll close my eyes. Yeah, touch the tip. Just go ahead. Mew's right there. She'll do it for you. It no, could, no, 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 Kathy. Same. It's better with you. Yeah, you need someone. Kat, she's in the TNG age. Yeah, she can't. This is creepy. No, no, no. A <laughs> guy can't do it because it's he knows his nuts too well. All so. right, oh. God damn it. Well, can, uh, I, can I touch Kathy's boobs before the end of the show, please? I keep asking him, what do I get for that? I, I have you to get, get something in return. Why don't you guys just negotiate? I tried to give her a massage with oil and a non-sexual based uh, Oh, as if that's possible. That, that she didn't want no. that. She didn't want that. Yeah, Why she's would not I want a, a She's not a touchy this, massage yeah. person. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, oh man, I was going to use She didn't specify the oil either, so. All right, well, guess what? Fuck it. It's time to do... Uh, let's see. Doom. It's time to uh, release Earl the Girl. Going to release the girl? Release, release the girl. The girl. And when I say press the enter button and it gives that old, like, ends kind of thing. Okay. All right. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> press it now. Press it now. You know, the people listening think that we actually set this up. And he's just now telling me. I had no idea yes. we were going to be doing Okay. Can you hear me in yes, this? Yes. Don't get too close. Can you hear me in this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is really important. Um, one of the reasons that, um, that I wanted to do the saran wrap is because I'm going to, apparently, we're going to have to do a uh, saran wrap safety video because apparently saran wrapping your friends and i've done this i from since the 90s i've done saran wrapping um and a lot of people do it to their friends they get palette wrap or whatever and they wrap up their friends haha um but there's some pretty you know it's fun and we want everyone to have fun but we want you to understand there's some really easy ways to cause very violent injuries i would like you all to look at this scar on my arm do you see that Okay, that yeah, you can, you I'm can't saying to the audience, way. dickhead. Okay, <laughs> now then, do you see there's a scar on this side, and there's a scar completely on the other side Sizable where scar. I knifed through my arm, cutting someone out at a radio gig when I was a DJ, had them wrapped in saran wrap, they were drunk, and I grabbed a sharp knife, and she was wiggling. Mm. See, saran wrap is very unpredictable when it's going to break. And so she's wiggling, and she's like, oh, man. I'm like, hold still. And I pulled, and I literally put a knife through my arm. Have you heard of a strap cutter? Yes. <laughs> I was 26. I hadn't been in the lifestyle. I didn't get in the lifestyle until years later. I didn't understand about these things called safety scissors. They cost about $1.88 on fucking eBay or Amazon. There are certain things. I see these videos, and I saw three girls. Oh, Oh, dear fucking sweet 
baby Jesus. He's turning red. They're wrapping each other up, and then they get a knife to cut them out, and she's or like sharp scissors, and she's pulling the scissors towards her fucking throat. Yeah. And you're just watching this. And then I watched another video where a couple, and they were really cute, and they did like this 100 saran wrap thing, and, and the guy left the room while she was standing there. If you fall, you don't have arms to break your fall. There are certain, like, things that people don't think of because they're having fun. So we want to let people know that a lot of these things are a lot of fun. They're amazing and fun. You can do it with your friends. It's innocent, blah, blah, blah. But please take a little bit of time because a lot of people can get very injured or die. There are people that die in bondage all the time, make, lighting the house on fire after self-bondage. We've heard that one numbers of times. Um, you know, So please just do... Do some due diligence. Still have your fun, but just please safety scissors. And if and if you can't, don't have safety scissors. Please cut away from the throat and go downwards. If you have safety scissors, you can go up. Please, for the love of Jesus, I, you go watch these videos. As a kingster, that you know that we learn stuff. He's fired up. Things that are just oh, yeah. obvious to us now, they're not obvious. So. Yeah, and people listening to this are all, oh wow, Boogie's wrapping them, some girl up. How fun! And yeah, they don't no, realize. no, no, no. We, you, you, you got. That's why we have a community, so people like me can go look at my arm. Can you please learn from my fucking retardedness and not do that? Because it was like twenty-seven stitches total, like an idiot. Let, let, let's get to the fucking tits being so now popped out. I just wanted to give my little rest. Thanks, Boogie. The longer I keep Earl the girl wrapped up, the happier she is. She's not really interested in. Are you interested in coming out right now? Okay, okay, good girl. So what we're gonna do? I need you to stand up because I'm gonna start from here. You can sit it's on my lap kind of if like you want. Like an unwrapping. So even though you have the safety scissors, you still want to pull up and try to see the tip. The bottom tip, even though it's rounded, because you can still dig that in the skin and then pull it away. Now, once again, I am approaching a vagina. I don't care if I have safety scissors. I'm still going to be careful. It's actually on a lot of t-shirts. I like the vagina. vagina. It's beautiful. And then she's unwrapped. She's stretching her legs out. Spreading her legs a little bit. Release those beautiful breasts. Beautiful pair of just. So even with your safety scissors, you're going down from the neck. Even with, I mean, most of the time I go up, but I just, you know, because I'm bitching and whining about it. And you can see, see how the skin is sticking to it? So you don't want to go ahead. You can still clip, so you just kind of want to push a little bit. And of course, if you're in a dark dungeon, maybe a flashlight is good. And then the final thing headlamp. And then you peel it open. And beautiful breasts. Yay. The butterfly emerges. Yeah. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, to Unger and everyone in the chat room. Yay. To Mew and Earl the Girl for letting Boogie wrap her up. Oh, yeah. Yay. To Creepy for guest hosting at the last minute. Oh, I want to lick your butt. Woo-hoo! 
<laughs> to Saucy and Cat Daddy. Yeah. And to Sticks. And thank you for teaching Paper Doll how to play Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8 on the Nintendo Switch. And finally, a basket of blowjobs to Matrix for donating to the Perverted Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. We had our fun and depleted our cash, so drop by our Patreon and give us your stash. <laughs> Holy shit. Sorry, Anthony. I guess you didn't fucking show up to the show. Did you just write it like donation rhyme? Yes, I did. So what? We're bringing back the annoyingly bad rap, by the way. Apparently, I'm in a lot of trouble because I forgot Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah. (laughs) Why? He came in after I wrote down everyone to thank, and now he's butthurt because I forgot to say thank you. He's not butthurt. All right, so next week we are going to be coming in at show 115 with other mayhem. Here is your end song today from our little daddy little girl band, Zua, Zombie Unicorn Apocalypse. This song is called Minimal Aspirations, and we will see you guys next week. Woo! Mina, I want to lick your asshole. Oh!